This is Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes for Friday, May 17th, 2019. Uh, my name is Chad LeMay, and I'm back in the shop. Um, what time is it? It's uh, it's about 4.30. I've been down here for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm paring away at the dovetails. I'm still working on the, the napkin holder. Um, and I've been just paring away at the dovetails, the... Uh, as the pins protrude through, they have to look tight. Um, of course, the pins are only about a quarter of an inch, quarter of an inch long, um, but they're uh, they're made out of one inch thick material. Um, I guess I was. I mean, well, I'm I'm still learning at dovetails, but. I didn't make the tails perfect, perfectly square. Well, it's I mean it's all it's all hand tools. It's all by hand. So the dovetails weren't going to be perfectly straight and square and everything. Um, I mean I was I was sawing square, but I guess I wasn't sawing perfectly straight. So. The pins have a little character to them. I mean, the tails have a little character to them, which I'm trying to translate to the pins. I probably should have spent a little more time um, trying to get the tails perfect before I laid out to cut my pins. Um, yeah, so I've been down here for about a half an hour, 40 minutes, trying to... Uh, pair it, pair it away, test fit. I'm, I've I've made gappy dovetails in the past, and I want to try to avoid that here. Um, it's tricky though. At the same time, while I'm doing this, it's I. I mean, I've kind of lost my passion for this project. I uh, I'd love to be not doing this, but doing other other things. I. I mean, I'm trying to keep my head in the game, but at the same time, I I got a little a little bandsaw to do like household stuff with, um, and I've got some eight quarter wood, so I could easily, uh, in the style of a bandsaw box, um, kind of make a make a napkin holder, a serviceable napkin holder, which is what I'm shooting for, something that, that we can use in the kitchen. Um, so I'm trying to not do that while I'm down here, but maybe I will because, yeah, I mean, maybe it will. This is hard. Screw it. got a real conundrum here um i just cut a chunk of wood on the chop saw and the bandsaw and i made it kind of too short if i were to if i were to cut a big through mortise in this thing and and drop some napkins in it and set it on the table the napkins would stick out i don't know They'd stick out too much. They'd stick out enough so they would flop too much. 
it stick out the top too much. Um, beyond that, if I would try to cut this mortise on the bandsaw, I wouldn't even be able to start the cut because there's not, I don't have enough clearance. It's this piece of wood. The way I would try to be cutting it is a little over four inches and I've got, I don't have that on the tiny little bench top bandsaw that I have. Um, so, I mean, once I got this thing cut and flipped it on its on the yeah, so I could cut into it on the bandsaw, and discovered I couldn't cut into it on the bandsaw. I was like, all right, I'm back to a hand tool woodworking project. I'll just square this up nice. This is not square. Um, and then I can you know hand tool it and cut a big mortise into it, which would be fun. And, you know, I picked up the napkin that I have down here. I'd want to give it, I don't know, a half inch of the base, which is almost, I mean, it's like, the, yeah, like 40% of the napkin would be sticking out of the top, which is not quite enough. So I cut a piece of wood into almost a square for nothing. Um... And then, kind of in frustration, I uh, dry fit, we could call it. I hammered the uh, the side onto the onto the base. Um, it didn't crack. Well, did it crack? Yeah, the base didn't crack. Um, dovetails look pretty tight, except for along the baseline. Uh, it's a little bit gappy there. Um, it's not seated all the way home. There's a little bit of a gap. If I'm looking at the bottom, there's a little bit of a gap. But if I just stand this thing upright like it's meant to be, it's it looks it looks pretty tight. That's passable. Um, of course, at this point, it's like, will this ever come apart? I don't know. But also, having it together this much you know, just one side, I'm looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm looking at it, and it's ugly. Um, hang on a second. Right, so the heat turns on for me. All right. Um, yeah, it's ugly. It's, it's poor design. I, on the side, which has uh, the dovetails, I did two full tails in the middle and two larger half tails um, on the on the outside edge of the of the sides. Um, normally that would be fine, but in this case I've got um, on the board that has the pins, I've got three pins, and that'll take up the two tails in the middle and the and the two half tails and then I've also got two square pieces so I've let in the side on the outside edge so I've got you know three pins showing through kind of centered right in the middle that's nice and then a straight uh, a straight joint on the outside edge with the rectangle it could be a square 
um, of end grain sticking out along the edge. Um, I should have done the two dovetails in the middle and then two more dovetails on the edge and had the the pin board it would just look better it's hard to explain that's what I'll take a picture of um, my crappy design I think the lesson in this is not to design as you're building um, that's definitely where I went wrong here it's I'm definitely going to stop doing this project admonishment from my wife or not it's my heart's not in it and I'm not down here because we need a napkin holder um, yeah having to do something you don't want to do as a hobby is a bad hobby I might as well take up going to work for a hobby It's building something with building something that's designed poorly. It it's that's 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 worse. I mean, you can what's it? It was it was Schwartz again with Lost Art Press on his blog. He talked about I don't know if he asked a class or something whether would whether they would want to build something that was designed perfectly and build it sloppily or build something that was designed poorly and build it perfectly um, and des design matters it's that's that I mean that was the thrust of it it was everybody would rather make something that's going to be aesthetically pleasing at the end even if the even if the workmanship and the joinery is not 110%, it's, I don't know. It, I don't know, it's like even the, the, the off the production line, even the most perfectly made 1980s Ford Mustang is still a Ford Mustang from the 1980s. just an ugly thing there's no saving it even if it was perfect yeah so um, RIP the napkin holder um, it's what quarter past five I've probably got another 15 minutes or so down here before everybody gets home um, I think I'm gonna sharpen something last time what was it my grandmother's birthday went to my aunt's house and my my cousin who I promised a six-foot ruler said he'd pay me for it which is more than I got out of my friends the one the time I made that six-foot ruler for my friends so um, I'm I was kind of emotionally getting ready for that I I got uh, I was looking up videos on carving and uh, blogs on carving letters uh, so
so I'm kind of psyched to do that. I, with the letters that I'd carved previously for my friends and my six foot ruler, um, I didn't do it properly. I mean, they're not, uh, they're not deep. They're not incised properly. Um, so I'm kind of psyched to take another swing at it and, and see how I do. So I'm going to, I'm going to sharpen, I'm going to try to sharpen my carving gouge. Um, yeah, so let's do that. Woohoo. Hand Tool Woodworking Shop Notes is brought to you by the following sponsors. So I just sharpened my gouge. Um, yeah, this is way better. I took a few test cuts and yeah, this is this is the next project. I'm gonna I'm gonna make another six foot ruler. Um, sharpening was satisfying and relaxing, uh, so that's good. <clears throat> Something that's really excellent is. Uh, softer steel like these uh, the, the gouge and I got a for my carving tools I have a a gouge it's number 8 pretty sure it's a number 9 sweep which is like a half a half circle I've got a V gouge that is a number 12. All of these are about the same size. Um, they're pretty small. Uh, yeah, so I've got... Ooh, careful. Yeah. All right, so I've got a V gouge. That's still pretty sharp. Um, I can I can just drop that and be back in business. And then I've got a straight... Uh, the carving chisel, so it's like double beveled, uh, and that's a number one because that the the number indicates, I believe the number indicates the uh, the sweep of the gouge. So this is a it's straight, um, a straight with a double bevel. One bevel is a little stronger than the other, um, and this one has a little bit of surface rust on it, so it needs some TLC. I did, I haven't used it before. Uh, but this is going to be a part of um, carving letters moving forward. I'll keep watching videos to get psyched about it, but uh, and really try to get the process in my head. Um, try to understand it better. I made a couple of uh, test cuts with the with the the gouge, which was what was that number again? I don't remember numbers. Uh, number eight, um, and then using the gouge and the carving chisel chisel just like holding it upright and, and tapping on the end I carved my name um, which is basically just puncture wounds in wood um, no no cutting just kind of puncturing down in the grain I mean, so that's what I've done since I quit the napkin holder. Um, is it useful? 
I don't know. Is it what I want to do? Yeah. Oof. Gotta buff that out. I'm looking at my sharpening box, my sharpening stone box, and I've got some wax buildup that I didn't buff out of the lid properly. Um, yeah, so that's it for now, I think. Keeping the keeping the gouge sharp I could probably I could probably carve at night when my son is asleep so I might be able to get down here after dinner um, I mean I can push through it without I mean I got a test piece of poplar which is what I'll be working in um, I can push through it without without having to use the hammer um, when the gouge is sharp, uh, and I don't get any wriggly tear out. It may not be the, the quickest way to do it. Let me grab the, the mallet. This might be loud. I'm sorry about that. That's not too loud. I could do that after dinner. All right, so there'll probably be a little more frequent... I'll, I'll probably do a, uh, another podcast sooner than later. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I don't know. Ooh, yeah, we're going to wrap it up. This has been Hand-Tooled Woodworking Shop Notes for Friday, May 17th, 2019. This is Chad LeMay. Um, thanks for listening. Strop your tools. You can check me out on Instagram. I'm Chad LeMay. I'll put a picture of where I've stopped on the on the napkin holder. Um, yeah, I'll catch you next time.